welcome to the Spiritual and Empowerment Living with Tia podcast, a sacred place and resource for spiritually centered women who want to go from the mundane to the magical life for overcoming fear and doubt, reconnecting with the goddess, understanding messages from spirit, and uncovering your spiritual gifts so you can finally live the life you deserve. Hello there, spiritual trailblazer, and welcome back. Here we are, Tia Scope, New Moon in Pisces. Oh man, so <clears throat> my moon is in Pisces, so uh, this is extra special to me. Uh, so welcome to uh, this segment of the podcast where I dive into, <clears throat> excuse me, what these moon phases mean uh and especially in regards to the zodiac is in at the time the planetary uh correspondences with the moon the new moon or full moon you know whatever phase it's in and i I do this because i know there's a lot of information out there and astrology it's definitely one of those things that are subjects where you become a lifelong learner i understand you do that with with a lot of things but with astrology it's so deep you you are definitely a student for life so i'm learning i wouldn't call myself an astrologer but i'm definitely learning and so i wanted to put some of these things in more simpler terms but i also like looking at the energies of the day uh the moon phase falls on And other things like that, like how we're feeling at the time, why we're feeling it. So that's really why or how Tia Scope uh, was created. I saw that need there, especially during a full moon when people feel a little wacky and things like that or just off. And I noticed that's what happens to me. So if it's happening to me, it's definitely, definitely happening to others. So why not talk about it? All right. Whew. Just reading about this just makes me so excited (laughs) to dive into this information oh my goodness I can I can hear my brother go nerd (laughs) anyway I will be uh giving an oracle card reading actually there are three cards and if you want to see these cards uh I would encourage you to go to my Instagram and check out the reel for it so you can see all three So that's something I'm doing a little bit differently this time, where normally I pull one card, I'll tell you about it, and you can see what it looks like on my Instagram. But this time I'm having people make the choice, and then they can uh, get the reading that way. So, you know, I'm going to Astro uh, Astrology. Hold on one moment. Let me click on the link here, because I want to call them Astro King, but it's astrology, astrologyking.com. Uh, and then there are a couple more astrology zodiac uh, signs.com and wikipedia.com. This is where I'm getting my information from. And you know, I will put it in the description of this episode so you can do further reading. So we have um, the new moon energy, we have Saturn energy because it falls on a Saturday, we have uh, Venus conjunct. Neptune. So it's close, it's the closest to Neptune right now. So we have those energies. And then of course, Pisces energy. 
it's a lot of energies going on. So I don't blame you for feeling any way you're feeling now. Oh, and by the way, spring Ostara is right around the corner. I mean, it is actually really here, but, uh, you know, our holiday is just right around the corner. It's already feeling nice and Philly today. Well, the day of the recording, it was about 70 degrees and oh my gosh, what a nice feeling to have during a pandemic, right? <laughs> nice weather, at least. <laughs> All right, let's get to it. I want to actually start with um, a little excerpt from this book I've been reading. And uh, it's it's pretty, uh, how can I say this? Um, it's a devotional. And the, the night before a new moon is known as Hecate's night, because she's um, the goddess of the dark moon, also known as new moon, goddess of night. So uh, anytime you want to connect with Hecate, of course, there's many ways you can do it. But uh, one way that can be consistent is to uh, do a ritual, uh, meditate, dance, whatever you see fit uh, to connect with Hecate and she'll guide you what she wants. She may say, uh, you know, have this candle or this flower or dance or sing. Who, who knows? You know, everyone has a different experience. So I wanted to read this excerpt. It's from chapter five. And the book is called Pagan Portal with Hecate, a devotional by uh, Vivian Moss. And the little quote on the cover states, I stand on the horizon of eternity, eternity waiting for the dread goddess to appear. So she also goes by many names. <laughs> Even the way you spell her name can be spelled with the C and it just goes on and on and on. So anyway, all right. Chapter five here stars Our Lady of the Witch's Craft. <clears throat> the scent of incense fills the air as arcane words are spoken on whispered breath. The circle is cast. The ring of fey fire glows with a ghost-like luminescence. Feeling the sacredness of the moment, I bow my head to the spirits who have joined me in this rite. Hecate's presence can be felt. Her powerful essence fills the ritual space with a, a pertinent natural awe. I can feel the magic of the ancients enter my body, infusing me with enchanted bliss. Power pulses through my senses. I am at one with the spirits of witchcraft. Hecate, the witch mother, embraces me, welcoming me into her circle, her home. Beautiful. And also, don't worry if you stumble over some words that you haven't seen before. That's not going to harm what you're doing, okay? <laughs> Sometimes people worry, oh my gosh. So, no, it's okay. Take a deep breath. Whew. Very powerful. All right, let's dive into it. So for, for this new moon, approaching it, you know, we definitely feel the energy a, a few days before. Uh, this energy, what some people are feeling, has to do with that sense of newness, of course, because spring is coming. As I said in uh, the previous Tia scope, or um, actually, let me see, I'm going to go back. Because uh, was it Tia Scope or 
Uh, oh, my stuff got archived. Okay. So it was one of the previous episodes where I, I said, oh, you know what? Spring is, is pretty much here. And so if you already are feeling like you need to clean up home, clean up different areas in your life, you're picking up on that energy. So that's one. You're still going to feel like you need to clean up house. You feel like there's a change coming. Uh, there's, there's a burning desire within. Um, <clears throat> also, it's a time to really focus on self. Uh, to, to feel your true feelings. This is the breakthrough point. A lot of things that have been put on the back burner that you've been working on, that you're trying to figure out the right time to do something, now you're going to have that opportunity. So there are going to be a lot of opportunities coming your way. Of course, uh, with opportunities, there's that look in the mirror we need to have. Is this what I truly want? Because there are going to be a lot, right? We manifest all the time, whether we realize it or not, we manifest some things quicker so you might manifest some old ways, you know, so, some of that, that old energy. <clears throat> and it may appear as opportunity, but is that what you truly want, right? Is that the path you want to take? Or is it something that's like, yeah, okay, I can entertain that, but you really shouldn't because you need to direct your energy towards that, that greatness that's coming towards your path and not to not be distracted. So keep that in mind. Uh, it's okay to be vulnerable during this time too, uh, but <clears throat> keep in mind that it's who you are vulnerable around and to keep yourself open. So there, there's a lot of mixed feelings going on uh, that we're feeling, but keep in mind that as long as you always bet on you, you can't go wrong. So even if betting on you means to trust a, a coach that is trustworthy, that's okay. You're not giving your power away. You're working with that coach. So that's what I mean. You're still betting on yourself to make the right decisions, even if you're getting help. All right. <clears throat> so keep that in mind. So now, now that I talked a little bit about how we're feeling that angst, you know, there's a lot of mixed emotion going on. Let's talk about the actual new moon itself. So it falls on the 13th, which is a goddess number. I just want to point that out there. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so this is a, a uh, according to astrologyking.com, this is a time of dreamy, compassionate, and essential new moon. It is ideal for finding your ideal lover or being more romantic with your partner. So this is <clears throat> also talking about opportunities, right? There are a lot of opportunities to find your ideal lover. A lot of opportunities to be more romantic with your partner. Now think about how you want to pursue that. What does that look like? Is it something that your partner would enjoy? You know, for example, sometimes people say, oh, I do this and I do that for her. I do this and that for him. Are you really, or are you doing it for yourself so you feel good about what you're doing in the relationship, but you're not hearing your partner? And that applies to friendship, that applies to the work area. Are you truly listening? Are you just doing what you want to do so you could just feel good about what you're doing in a situation? Okay. Now, it also states, however, the new moon is conjunct, a challenge, challenging fixed star Markov. 
So the tendency towards idealistic love does have the potential to make you vulnerable to a broken heart and disappointment. Some people may see your kindness as weakness and try to take advantage of you. The effects of the March 13th new moon last for four weeks up until April 11th new moon. And the best time for new starts during starts is during this waxing moon phase from March 13th to March 28th. So what does that mean? And that's a mouthful. Well, what it's saying is to be a little bit more realistic with love expectations. Okay, so that's the one part. It's great to have the idealistic love, whatever it is for you. I don't care if it's like a Hallmark movie setting or it's like Edward Scissorhands, (laughs) whatever you want it to be. But what it's saying is, is to keep in mind that being open can lead to heartbreak and disappointment when you do it with the wrong people. Now, I understand there are also little nuances to it, right? You open up yourself to someone, their relationship is fine, five, 10 years go by, and then something happens within that person and they want a divorce, they want to leave, whatever the case may be, and they have someone else already. And you're just like, what? Where did this come from? That happened to several people. I've known. And that's on that person. It's something that they didn't address within themselves many years ago. And they put on a front. Uh, And then again, we can go on and on and on about many reasons why people do this. So I'm saying this because I don't want you to to beat yourself up or feel guilty, look back and think, oh, I shouldn't have done that. Sometimes people don't reveal their true selves until something happens and you just don't know. Okay, so that that's part of it. Um, the other part is to be more discerning who you get close to. I understand Pisces, that energy, you know, very emotional, very in tune to a lot of people's emotions. But we gotta we gotta remember that sometimes we gotta dial it back a little bit and protect our own energy. Okay, so I'm not saying you turn down the volume on our gifts. No, what I'm saying is turn down the volume on how you interact with people, (laughs) certain people. Okay. So that's what that really emphasizes on when it comes to vulnerability relationships and so forth. And, you know, the, the energy does tend to last until the next new moon, the next full moon, you know, et cetera. Um, some schools of schools of thought even say that if you are manifesting during this time, give it about half a year. I say, you know what, when you're manifesting, just manifest, you know, because some people can say, oh, well, you know, you got to go through this stuff. Some people manifest so quickly. It's ridiculous. So I'm not going to say set as, as it's set in stone that it's, it's like going to take you a certain amount of time. Sometimes it varies. Sometimes it does take a long time for other people. It doesn't. So just keep that in mind. And this is coming from someone who's impatient, okay? (laughs) I get it. Every time I wanted something to happen sooner and it didn't, I'm glad it didn't happen that soon because I had to grow and learn and really understand how I would approach a situation. And looking back, it's always been like, whew, yeah, spirit was really looking out for me. Um, because sometimes I was in a situation where I was a little uncomfortable, but I really had no reason to be because I knew the material. 
uh, I understood the environment. I was just a little nervous because I, I knew at the time that people were several pay grades above me. And I'm just like, what am I doing in this meeting? But I was like, wait a minute. I totally belong here. There's a reason why I'm in this meeting. So, you know, just, just a little food, food for thought. Keep that in mind. Because what I realized was that I had to be comfortable around power. And I'm not saying they were powerful because of their pay grade. I'm saying they were powerful because of the responsibilities that came with that pay grade and how they carry themselves and, and everything that came with that. I had to be comfortable around other powerful people at different levels. Okay. It's one thing to be comfortable at your level, but now when you're in a room with other people, it's like, oh, snap. And you have to be okay with that. Everyone's in their own lane. All right. So enough of that. <laughs> All right. So let's, let's dive a little bit into uh, the, the energies uh, the planets and the zodiac. So, you know, Saturn is my favorite planet. I know it's one of those rougher planets, the tough love uh, teacher planet, but I was born on a Saturday. It's just, I like it. I even like, I like the word Saturday and Saturn. I just like it. <laughs> All right. So a little bit about Saturn to help you understand uh, the energy of that day how it applies to you and why you would have a tendency to act a certain way. Okay, according to Wikipedia, it states here in Roman lore, Saturn was the god of agriculture, founder of civilizations and of social order, natural laws and cycles and conformity. The famous rings around planet Saturn that enclose and surround it reflects his principle, excuse me, reflects this principle of man's limitation. Uh, Saturn is associated, and so this is from the, the astrology standpoint. Saturn is associated with the principles of limitation, restrictions, boundaries, practicality, and reality, crystallizing, and structures. Saturn governs ambition, career, authority, and hierarchy, and conforming social structures. It concerns a person's sense of duty, discipline, and responsibility, and their physical and emotional endurance during hardships. Okay. Uh, it is considered to represent the part of a person concerned with long-term planning. That's one of the reasons why Saturn is a, a teacher planner, because it's there for the long haul. And if I remember correctly, I read an article years ago that when planet, when, when Saturn enters uh, your, and again, I'm still learning this as I go along, but when Saturn enters your, your, your chart in a way, uh, like your, your personal year, that's your, your teaching time. And that usually lasts for two years. Um, let me see, where am I in this? All right. The return of Saturn is said to mark significant events in each person's life. Okay. So you pretty much get it at this point. It's, it's a very structured planet as a Virgo. You can see why I like some of that, but I, I don't mind finding rules when they make sense, to be honest with you. And far as conforming, because as soon as I said conforming, I was like, ugh, ugh, ugh. but um, there are some so social structures that are needed, like being a decent human being in public, <laughs> you know, like don't go out there and touching people in random places that don't touch people at all, you know, ask if you can hug them, you know, there's some social structures 
that that we do conform to. Well, most of us, some people, they have a hard head and they just don't respect people. But overall, we have some societal structures that provide some form of decorum. Of course, not all are right. Now, I don't agree with every single one of them, but some of them are there to help with decorum. Like, you know, no shirt, no shoes, no service, right? It's like that. Like, you know, you get it. Um, yeah, so Saturday, you know, you might want to focus on boundaries. You might want to focus on uh, some structure that you need in your life. Totally understandable. Now, let's, let's go to Venus and Neptune uh, because they play a big part in what's going down. So... Here we go. Venus has many names. Uh, Morning Star, the Dawn Star. I don't even know how to pronounce these other two names. And so I'm not even going to bother butcher them. And Lucifer. It is the planet closest to Earth and has been called Earth's sister planet, even her twin. Um. It can easily be seen in the sky in the evening and morning and is the brightest star in the heavens. It was second only to the sun and the moon in significance by the reckoning of ancient cultures. There's even a hymn to Inanna addressing the planet Venus here. It's beautiful. Let's see here. Let's scroll down. In astrology, in the Roman mythology, mythology venus was the goddess of love and beauty which we're all familiar with that i did not know that venus was known as the brightest star the morning star or lucifer so that was interesting it is associated with the principles principles of harmony beauty balance the feelings and affections the urge the urge to sympathize and unite with others it is involved with desire for pleasure sensuality personal progression comfort and ease it governs romantic relations, marriage, and business partnerships. Uh, sex, it has the origin words veneri. Hmm. And I looked that up. V-E-N-E-R-I, veneri. The arts, fashion, and social life. Nice, very nice. In Chinese astrology, Venus is associated with the element of metal or gold, which is unyielding, strong, and persistent. In Indian astrology, Venus is known as Shakura and represents wealth, pleasure, and reproduction. So this is quite interesting. Venus energy, because this new moon, as I will read more of, has to do with love, uh, vulnerability, relationships. Here we are. Venus is here helping us with beauty, balance, feelings of affections, and stuff like that. But then we have Saturn. And so it, it goes along with what the astrology king has there where uh, he talked about, but don't fall into the idealistic love, that love that can never really be matched in a way. Like, yeah, some people say, oh, this is the most beautiful thing ever. I couldn't imagine more better love. And that's true. But there will be ups and downs. Someone's going to get sick. Someone, um, you know, th things happen in life that doesn't make you know, that loving relationship so pretty. But again, the love is what keeps you there. So it's it's like one of those things, you know, like, yeah, yeah, by all means, you can have that, that fantasy, but keep in mind, life will knock on your door and be like, hey, came here to ruin a party. <laughs> all right, the final planet we're going to look at. Of course, there's more, but we're going to keep it simple here. All right. 
<laughs> so Neptune, all right, is the eighth furthest planet from the sun in the solar system uh, and is named after the Roman god of the sea. Uh, it was, okay, we don't need to know, know when it was discovered. Uh, <laughs> Neptune rules the imagination, dreams, and visions, and their expression through art, dance, music, poetry, etc. Okay, in a personal chart, Neptune can point to areas where a person may have problems seeing through illusion, oh my goodness, illusion, um, that idealistic, okay, uh, vision, all right. As well as where someone will find their best creative expression. Those who have strong Neptune influence may have a spiritual calling or be drawn towards mysticism. I like it. I like it a lot. All right. The key correspondences they have here. I didn't see that in the other tabs. All right. Uh, Neptune rules the sign of Pisces along with Jupiter. Uh, It represents, like I said, intuition, sacrifice, glamour illusion, all that. So basically these three planets, which is like the the most influential planets for this time are saying that, or don't really talk, but expressing that while yes, you can have it all, but don't have your head in the clouds for so long that you overlook the, the due diligence that needs to be done. Like, yeah, have that, that idealistic love, you know, imagine it in your mind. But remember that you also have to put the work in a relationship. That's what I was saying earlier. Do you have your partner's interests in mind when you do things? All right, let's go to the reading and then um, we'll, we'll wrap it up with um, some more points and some things you can do for this time. All right, there, spiritual trailblazers. So I have three cards here that I pull. So I just want you to think one, two, or three. I'm going to play Jeopardy music. Okay, I'm going to stop. <laughs> I don't own the rights. <laughs> All right, so, and this is a, a thing fast. Don't overthink it. So if you picked card number one, that's the dark moon, sacred stillness. And I feel like this, card came up before or at least often enough all right so it states here meditation focus now that we set our intention it is time to visualize them feeling the energy of their manifestation course through our bodies will create a powerful vehicle to usher these dreams into physical world all right so and i'm not going to read the rest because it just talks about the history rituals you know herbs and a ma- actually i read the mantra i embrace sacred stillness i am free So if you picked one, this is the time to do some self-reflection, especially if uh, you're in in a predicament where you're not happy. So that doesn't matter if you're in a relationship or you're single, even though this new moon talks about uh, romantic relationships. This is saying that this is a time for you to really focus on um, what makes you free, what makes you feel free. So meditate, focus. Now that we set our intention. So focus on what your intent is. Okay. What's your intent going forward? How do you want your life to look going forward from here on out? I don't care how wild and crazy it is. I don't care if you said something like, I want to buy a boat and just just travel that way. I just want to take the summer, whatever it is. Okay. 
just entertain that thought for a little bit and see what happens. Okay. Do a little bit of research, just entertain it before you actually pull the trigger on it or press the button. Okay. Just start to imagine what it will be like. Visualization is one of the first steps you can ever take to turning your life around. Because if you can think about it and you can visualize it and you can feel it, you can make it happen. Just, just give yourself time. That's what I tell my friends. That's what I tell my best friend. I told her years ago, we were in Mexico City. We were on a rooftop um, like club. And it was these three tall buildings, tall buildings. It, it was far away from us. You know, if, if you were to go down to the street level, but it was so tall, it felt like it was close. And I said to her, I said, one day I'm going to get my name on buildings. I said, just give me time. All I need is time. I'm going to have my name on buildings. I don't know. I'm going to make it my last name or my first name. I don't know. Probably my first name because it's more unique to me. I said, just give me time. And she smiled because she, she, she knows she feels it. I'm determined. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's a personal thing for me. Okay, so it's a crazy, crazy thing to have, you know, your name on a building, but it's what I want. So entertain it. Who cares what other people think? All right, number two. So if you pick number two, you have the waxing quarter decisive action. And it states, clarity, caution. The pieces are coming together. And with them, the pressure to make a decision. Reflect on how your intentions have begun manifesting. Evaluate reevaluate and act from a place of confidence your mantra i am the architect of my structure i fortify my foundation with strength love and trust all right i'm just going to say here i like that architect is there because i talked about a building but also the word that jumped out at me where did it go where did it go where did it go where did it go, where did it go? decision i need you to trust the decisions you make okay i love how it's they evaluate reevaluate and act from a place of confidence. I was just giving a training and check her out. It's Sam the Cosmic Witch on Instagram. She has a coven called Boss Babes. It's a, a, a membership. And I was talking, uh, I was giving a training to her, her cosmic babes about shadow alchemy in regards to boundaries and confidence. So overcoming confident blocks, overcoming uh, boundary blocks that uh, become part of the shadow work. What we need to address, some things that are in our our what's it called the um, blind side. Okay, so things that we don't realize that are an issue, really to tackle them. And so it was a lot of fun. It was such great interaction, engagement, and things like that. Uh, great feedback from all the things we were doing, the exercises and stuff that uh, I took them through, through. So what I'm saying here is the key thing there was decision. I was also asking the bait, the cosmic babes to make a commitment to themselves again, to thank their, their past self because their past self was able to get them to where they're at right now. The trials, the tribulations, everything, the hard work that they've done to get them to this point. I just want, wanted them to applaud their past. I see so many times people say, oh, uh, if you were to write a letter to your future self, what would you say? Or if you would tell your younger self one thing, what, what would it be? But what about just saying thank you to your previous self? Even if your life was hard, like, hey, uh, make up a name, like, hey, Janet, 
you can look in the mirror while you're doing this and say, I know our life was not easy or my life wasn't easy, however you want to phrase it. But I'm here. I'm still here and I'm ready and I got this. And there's no force on heaven, hell, earth in between that can stop me. I am here, right? So what I'm saying is trust your decisions and then reevaluate as you go along. Like it doesn't have to be set in stone. Did you sign a contract? You know, know, even then, let's start looking at this. All right. So that's that. And that's one, the dark moon. This is the last one. So if you pick number three, you got the dark moon. And it states here, sacred possibilities. Dreams, visions, continue your meditations, but allow them to blur. Pay attention to your daydreams and synchronicities. Play with them. Allow them. Allow yourself to dream. Then relax, release this into the space of possibilities. And your mantra is, I am pure potential. Anything is possible. I mean, what else can I say about that? You know, it's, it sort of goes with the, uh, was the first one or the, was it the second one I said to just entertain a thought for a little bit, play out the entire scenario. So if you want to get married, what does your wedding dress look like? What does your hair look like? What does your makeup look like? Are you wearing any makeup? Are you wearing any jewelry? Who is at the wedding? What does your cake look like? What perfume are you wearing? Do you have a live band? Is it just a singer? Is it a DJ? Where is your wedding? Break all that down. I don't care. You spend an hour imagining it because you are changing your reality. You're calling that into your space. Okay. So now let's get back and uh, wrap up what the astrology king has to say. And then we're going to go over some things you can do. All right. So he states here that, as I said earlier, uh, that the Pisces new moon, which takes place Saturday, well, today, I'm recording this on Thursday, <laughs> is close to the alignment of Venus and Neptune. That's why, oh, wait, did I, yeah, I'm about to say, did I talk about Neptune? I definitely did. That was the last one. All right. Uh, Venus and Neptune. So that's why I focus mainly on Venus and Neptune and then Saturday because it's on Saturday. Now it states here, March, 2021, new moon is good for finding your dream lover. Now, the card just mentioned dreams, dreaming, all right, using your imagination or any romance to an existing relationship. By the way, you can love yourself, <laughs> okay? But a challenging fixed star, okay, so we talked about that a little bit, does bring the risk of deception and disappointment. So it is important not to over-idealize romantic interest. So basically it's confirm before you take it up several notches. So this isn't saying that, if you have been having feelings for someone not to tell them and saying that, tell them, but don't overwhelm them, overwhelm them. Okay. So that means, you know, you might not want to say, Oh, I've been loving you for five, 10 years. And I couldn't put, put it into words. And, and the person's like, all this time been hanging out. It's kind of awkward now. So I wouldn't do all that. I would just say, I have feelings for you. You know, I'm hoping you feel the same. Maybe we can, you know, have coffee one day and just try it out. Like just, Again, just turn turn that down, down a notch. Okay. Whew, I had someone uh, not too long. Well, it is long ago now. It was over a year ago uh, before. Um, yeah, wow, because we're in 2021. So anyway, this one guy was telling me how he recognized someone. And I don't even know how he was able to do this. 
but he recognized one of his classmates from the third grade. She had her mask on and he recognized her. And to put into perspective, he's in his late 20s. Okay. So he was upset that she didn't recognize him. He wanted to give her his phone number. And she basically was like, no, I'm good. And he was upset. He's like, oh, I'm a nice guy. It's like, dude. So he called her by her first name and just it was trying to talk to her and stuff like that. And I said, well, one, it's a pandemic. People have their mask on. You can't really expect her to remember you from the third grade. To her, you look like a weirdo, crazy guy who's approaching her wearing a mask. So she can't even really see your entire face. And you called her by her first name and all the other stuff is a little off-putting, right? Especially for some of those females who are like, yeah, I'm wearing a mask and so no one really won't talk to me now. Some guys just don't get that. Also, sidebar, one day, uh, one year, I was taking self-defense classes. And I think I told this story before, but this may be new to some people who are just tuning into Tia Scope as well. And uh, the instructor said that, you know, women shouldn't walk around with earphones in their ear. He goes, you know, a guy saying hello and she won't even say hello back. You know, that's crazy. You know, it's just a hello. She should be able to speak. And before I can even open my mouth, because I'm about to say, wait a minute. Or a lady said, we don't play music. We put it in our ear to stop guys from talking to us. And he goes, that's just crazy. You could just say no. I'm like, excuse me, uh, sir. If When you tell, first of all, has a woman ever approached you? And if she has, and you told her no, does she also continue to walk with you down the street trying to convince you that you just trying, she's just trying to be friends? Trying to ask you, oh, you can't have friends? Probably not, sir. So shut your mouth because you don't understand. Well, he probably changed now, but... You know, it's one of those things that it's just, it's overwhelming. It's overwhelming. So don't overwhelm the person. All right. Um, but yeah, I was just like, whoa, okay. You need to understand a woman's perspective. And when someone's telling you their truth, you need to listen and not provide a rebuttal, period. Okay. Let's move on because I'm getting hyped. <laughs> so on astrologyking.com, uh, he talks about the, the sun uh, conjunct moon, uh, let's see. And he also mentions Pegasus. Interesting. Mars and Mercury also. So he, he wraps up uh, this portion about Pegasus. The constellation Pegasus gives ambition, vanity, intuition, enthusiasm, caprice, and bad judgment. Prevails against disease of horses, and, and talk about horse thing. Okay, so basically what this is about has a lot to do with self. Self, um, our love interests, uh, understanding our, our dreams, our intuition, our imagination, to let that thrive a bit. And I, it, it just actually got me thinking a couple of days ago about social media and how things how, how social media attract a younger crowd, let's say, mm, let's say 21 and under, I was going to say 25, but let's say 21 and under, because 21 would mean they were born in the year 2000. So let, let's go with 21 and under. I, I noticed that a, a lot of uh, social media platforms like Vine that used to exist, TikTok, to name a couple. First, it was younger people on air, right? It was on Snapchat. 
there were a lot of young people on there. Then older people came, you know, and then they're like, old people, we need another platform. I really thought about this. I would say as young as 25 years old, so that's actually, well, wait, my brother be 27 or eight this year. Okay, I take the bet. I'm going to say late 20s. I would say around my brother's age, late 20s, are probably one of the last generation where creativity was doused. And I, I was just talking about this. So what I'm saying is sometime between, I don't know if it's from grade school to high school or high school to college or you know work, whatever, after high school, it's, it's almost as if society doesn't want us to be creative. They tell us, oh, be an individual, be a leader, but we need you to perform and dress like this to be professional, look like this to be professional and do this to be professional. Otherwise, you're not going to make any money. You know, so it's, it's just like our creativity, creativity is turned all the way down. So what happens is we found an outlet and it ended up being TikTok, Snapchat, Vine. And I, I get it. I really get it. Because first, it's just like, what are you guys doing on here? Let, let the young kids have their thing. But that's what happened because it's all creativity. With Vine, you had to be funny in second, what, 15 seconds? I forget how much it was back then. You know, with TikTok, you get a limited amount of time to, to, to capture someone's attention. And people are really creative with that. But Facebook is different. I've been on Facebook since you had to type in thefacebook.com. Okay, where it was solely college students and we took random quizzes like which Greek god, goddess are you? Okay, and then it became more business like and stuff like that. So Facebook became more business. And then with the last couple of years, it became very trolly, you know, trolls on there and stuff like that. So what I'm saying is to bring this all full circle is start entertaining your creative side. And I do not want to hear that you're not creative. Trust me, it's there, it's untapped. Okay, because this new moon is saying, is expressing to pay attention. And everyone dreams too. Now, everyone remembers their dreams, but everyone dreams. So, this is a time to pay attention to your dreams. What are you being nudged to do? What are you imagining? What are you wishful thinking about? Really entertain it. It is our imagination, our creativity that takes us over the hump, that provides us answers to the questions that have been on our minds for such a long time that allows us to show up in the world as we truly are and screw everyone else who doesn't vote in that way for us, who, who votes for us to want to show up in the world. They need to vouch for that. They need to support you. Okay. Not the, oh, mm, you're doing that. You need to be expressive or else you're going to feel like like conform, conformity just took over, right? So really entertain it. Use this new moon to set that intention. You're going to be more creative, okay? I don't care if that means you're going to start off with changing the placemats <laughs> on your dining room table, you know, getting different flowers, something like that. Start off where you can and then work your way up. Now, what can you do? Now, I talked about it already a little bit. Entertain your, your your daydreaming, your nighttime dreaming, stuff like that. And at the top of the episode, I said, you know, you you're probably getting that feeling of cleaning house, cleaning up relationships, cleaning up, you know, different areas of your life. 
Another thing you can do is repurpose certain things. So if you have an article of clothing that maybe has a hole somewhere, can you cut it up into a crop top? Can you cut, you know, um, tights into shorts? Like what can you do to, to bring newness to something, to revitalize something? Or maybe not, maybe it needs to go in trash. Okay. Try something different for these next four weeks from this new moon to the next new moon. Try one new thing a week, one new thing. I don't care if it is, um, you go into a different cafe to get uh, a cappuccino, but you never get a cappuccino. You want to try it. Uh, try baking something different. Uh, try wearing something a little risque, like, oh my gosh, I never wore this, you know, uh, dress before is a little bit of cleavage showing. Oh, crazy. Look at me wilding out. <laughs> okay. One new thing a week. I don't even care if you buy a wig and rock it for a weekend, like a bob wig that's maybe dark red or black or like, I don't know, whatever it is. Get a bob and wear it for the weekend to see how you feel. You might feel a little sexy, I'm telling you. <laughs> Or wear lingerie underneath your clothes and it's your little secret. Ha, no one knows, right? All right, so those are some of the things. Make it fun, make it fun, okay, is what I'm saying. Dancing, you know, whatever it is, make it fun. Have a dance party, get some glow sticks, dance your heart out, okay? You, your cat, your dog, dance your heart out, all right? Those are some surefire ways to not only rev up your energy, but to disrupt the environment a little bit, to really call into new things, new opportunities, new paths, right? That were really laid out for you, but now you have these options of what to do is not closed off anymore, all right? So that's what I have for you. Make sure you check out my, I didn't even tell you my Instagram, like go to my Instagram. It's cosmic underscore witch underscore goddess. And the final point I want to make here, because it's a little giggle for me, is whenever you come across a muggle who's like, ew, spirituality, or like, you really believe that? Tell them that they already are spiritual, that they already follow pagan ways because they acknowledge the days of the week. Eek. They are acknowledging. So it say something like, so, you know, Saturday's name after Saturn. Yeah. So you acknowledge it's totally like, a, um, oh my gosh, what's that movie? I can't, I can't believe, I can't believe it's on the tip of my tongue. I can't even think of it. The burn book. It's like, oh, so you agree? Oh my gosh. It's like one of my favorite movies. It's one of those things was on the tip of your tongue. But anyway, like, so, so you agree that Saturday's name after Saturn and that you were acknowledging a planet has a, an entire day dedicated to it and like oh yeah yeah yeah, but that's different no it's not no it's not like just lay it out for them all right if you need a, a touch-up um go to my blog blog.tmariejohnson.com and i have magical days of the week so sunday monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday saturday is all there you can tell them the truth <laughs> Um, yeah, so Saturday is also Hecate um, day. Well, she's associated with Saturday, I should say. Uh, Hecate, the triple moon goddess. Um, let me see. Also, Father Time is uh, is a deity associated with Saturday. So I wanted to put that out there as well. So on Saturdays, you can honor Hecate. And... Uh, Father Time. It says Roman God is also known as Father Time. 
All right. That was a mouthful. I'm sending you so many blessings. I'm rooting for you. I love you. Remember to be kind to yourself. Until next time. As always, Spiritual Trailblazer, thank you for tuning in. Do make sure to stop by and visit me at tiamariejohnson.com. Also, don't forget to subscribe. Last but not least, be kind to yourself. I'm rooting for you. And I'm sending you so many blessings. Until next time.